Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? How we doing? I'm sad and happy. Well, that's good. Wesley Euler. Arthur Motes here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. The tweets are rolling in. We will continue to get to those as we roll along here on this program. It's hour number two of the hold Blitz. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what, this, this what? Program. Okay. Where are we at again? I was making sure this is... Uh, this is SEC country. Okay. Thank you, Dabo. Are you are you Ed? E-C. Ed ain't in the SEC no more, huh? See, No, he's... I feel like he like... He took the year off. He's getting paid. Did he? Remember, he got I thought paid he took to go last chill. year off. I thought he was back like consultant. So I thought he took two off. No, hold on, I feel like I, a couple weeks ago I saw this. I'm sorry, I'm, t- I'm taking this down. You know how it is that like those My coaches bad. like they get you know they they, they let's see. Oh, yeah, here. I thought he was getting the compensation to chill this year. Well, he he chilled last year. Let's see. Uh, wait, here we go. You know, turning heads. One you might not. Know. Oh, he was. <laughs> Never mind. He's working for for a, a clothing company now as their brand <laughs> ambassador. For some reason, I thought I saw that he was, you know, like remember when Steve Sarkeesian uh-huh. got fired and then he comes on with Alabama as a consultant, you know, mm-hmm. and all that. I thought he had something like that going on, but I must have misremembered there. My apologies. Uh, all right, Arthur Motes. Let's wrap up this AFC North conversation. The Baltimore Ravens going across the pond, getting a weird one against the Titans where um, – I thought that they kind of thoroughly dominated that game, but the final score wasn't necessarily indicative of that. They had a lot of impressive drives where they had to settle for three and maybe could have put that game away. Credit mm-hmm. to the Titans. They hung around. Malik Willis mm-hmm. comes in eventually and is able to to yeah, move them down the Malik, field yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, but all of a sudden, you know, the Ravens sitting at four and two, uh, the Steelers at three and two. Well, we said Browns three and three, or and Browns three and two as well. Bengals, Bengals three and three, three and three. So yeah. everyone at least five hundred in the division. Uh, the Ravens getting a uh, again, you know, a a uh, I think for their sake a much needed win after after the debacle for them last week here in Pittsburgh. But now uh, the Steelers, you know, by just the Ravens not having their bye week yet and, and all those different things. Baltimore now, what would that be? Ooh. A half game. Baltimore, what's that? What's that? Doesn't even matter. What's your problem? Baltimore. What? Baltimore. Baltimore? What's that? Look, it doesn't really matter, all right? Uh, now a half game ahead of the Steelers in the division by virtue of four and two versus three and two with the Steelers with the game at hand. So let me ask you this, Motsi. Of those three teams, this is how we'll we'll, we'll end up the. AFC North conversation here. Of those three teams in the division that all were victorious on Sunday, Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Cleveland, who would you say uh, poses, Cincinnati? poses the greatest threat C- Cincinnati, the yeah. Cincinnati and Cincinnati. And I'll tell you why. So I respect the heck out of Baltimore. Y'all know that. Even though I don't really like them, I respect what they do. Um, I just feel like with the way that we typically play them, in their style of play, it is really slanted towards us because they turn the ball over at times. And we know that that's something that we do a great job of typically forcing teams to do, and we do a good job of traditionally minimizing our turnovers. And we don't feel like Lamar has shown consistently enough the ability to just simply drop back 
and beat us, right? We thought Laskin was his best showing, but we saw there was still lack of execution with the receivers. Cincinnati, on the other hand, they have the players that hurt us in terms of our style of, in terms of our weakness, right? Our best thing is our pass rush. Their worst thing is their O-line. Joe is elusive enough, though, and they have the receivers, specifically Jamar Chase, that wins in a variety of ways, but more importantly, he can win right now. And the dudes that can win right now hurt us. The guys that have that quick twitch when we've seen deep in-breaking routes like T. Higgins runs, obviously like Tyler Boyd runs, that's some of the stuff that we've seen our DB struggle with this season. And because of the defense that they have, they are built to win up front. Sam Hubbard, Trey Hendrickson, DJ Reed, they want to beat you in the trenches, and they got a nice secondary that, like I said, I don't think they're across the board elite, but I think they play really, really well together. And they got more guys that are just more opportunistic and pissed off, like a Mike Kilton. We know what Mike Kilton is. Mike Kilton has never been viewed as an elite athlete, but he competes and he got that big boy dog in him. And that's why he makes the plays that he makes. That's why we love him here. But you got guys like that on that defense, guys like Logan Wilson, who, to me, he reminds me of a Cole Holcomb. Yeah. Very similar in yeah. that sense. That's why I was a big fan of Logan, why I was a big fan of Cole when we picked him up. But that's the one team for me that I just feel like matchup-wise and pissed-off-wise because of how we've done them for so long, I just feel like that's the one that gets real weird to me. That's the one I'm more concerned about because if Joe is playing like he can play, I think that he is the best quarterback in the division. And you know I love Lamar. But I just think that Joe has that in terms of the passing, the running, the moxie, the toughness. And like I said, that's why for me it's like the more I see them getting hot, the more I'm concerned. Because like I said, Baltimore, I just feel like we just – their style of play really leads into what we want to do. And with Cleveland, they are kind of all over the place right now. They look better at times with – you know how I go. <laughs> it's, can it's just, we can we say they got, this? A, they got a very unique situation going on over there right now, man. As a card carrying member of Cleveland dislike nation, mm-hmm. should I use the H word? No, we'll just go with Cleveland dislike nation. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Now, are you being a fanatic though? Because that was real, like non fanatical. You know how some people like they hate to see their rivals win more than they like to see their own. Team, or they like to see their rivals lose more, more than, than they like to see, like see their team, their own win. team win. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a guy like that though? No, I'm give me, not. Give me my dub, because I, I, yeah. I feel like that's too much of a hater. Yeah. I, I, ain't, I don't have hate like that. Yeah, I want to win. Correct. Yeah. I want to win. I want to win more now, than I want to see you lose. Don't get me wrong. When you know when Pitt gets out to a one and four start, I'm very happy. But I'm really happy about the fact that WVU contributed to that. I'm right? more happy that Jamie was undefeated, but I love the fact that William and Mary sucks. Like. I love the fact that the Philadelphia Flyers are dookie, mm-hmm. but I would like it a lot more if the Pittsburgh Penguins were winning playoff series and really contending for a Stanley Cup. Yes. It's that kind of same thing. But I am a Cleveland disliker as well, like like most of you out there. Like most of the yens out there. Uh, buddy, I, it, it's a good thing that, that they, uh, they ain't got that quarterback situation really squared away because even in the absence of Nick Chubb, they man, got everything else. the rest yeah. of that roster okay. is pretty darn good. They're kind of like the Jets. They got a ton of everything oh. else, but it's like, what? Oh. what is this now? Because the main piece or the main center focus is no longer there. They don't got Rodgers, and they don't got Chubb. So now they're trying to figure it out. But, yeah, defense is nice, though. They got a nice defense over there, man. Real nice. And if you got a nice defense in this league, man, you're going to be in a lot of games. 
even though they didn't score 400 or they didn't get 400 yards total offense to score 30, still going to be in some games, man. Without a doubt. Um, but I'm with you, too. I still think – well, how do I want to word this? Word it the way you want to word it. I think the Ravens are better than the majority of Steeler Nation feels like. Okay? I think Isn't that's – that always the case, though? Yes. Look, come on, man. <laughs> the Ravens always suck, and we know that Cincinnati has fallen off this year with Burrow and Chase. This is definitely the year they've fallen off. You know this. I think the Ravens are a good team. Mm-hmm. And and probably a little bit better than the Bengals right now. Yeah. But by the time we get to December and January, mm-hmm. and it, it games really start to matter. Not the games always matter, but you get the, the playoffs I are get on the what horizon. You're, what you're referring to, yes. Um, I think the Bengals have a higher ceiling than mm-hmm. than Baltimore. That I I know that that makes sense. You, you you get what I'm saying there. They absolutely do. The Bengals have a way better chance of their game age, aging and them being able to continue on with this style of playing to the postseason. Right, right. Whereas for the Ravens, you look at their wins, you look at their style of play, and it's just a lot of self-inflicted issues. And the more of those, it's just hard to believe that you're going to continue to be able to get out of these stadiums. Very similar conversation that we have with ourselves internally, right? You can't make mistakes. You can't lack in execution or lack in some of the detail of your work and expect to continually be successful. That's our offense's issue right now. But for Baltimore, that's them as a team to an extent. So I just don't think it's going to be as is able to age like that. Cincinnati Correct. to me is the one, though. Cincinnati is the team that I look at and I'm like, they, they concern me the most. But I still feel like we're very much where we want to be. Yeah, absolutely. I just think it's going to come down to more Cincinnati than Baltimore or Cleveland, personally. I think that's the one for us that we're really talking about winning the division. That this year, they look like the one. Now, yeah. like I said, I know it's a little early because of how they've looked in these first couple of games, but based on these past two games, I'm like, you know, they're starting to get back to where they can be. And we know once they get going, what they are capable of. I unfortunately concur. And I think they might have kind of, again, shredded water here through the first six games at three and three. But now they hit their bye week. They get a little time to rest and relax and and get Joe Burrow a little bit more on the mend. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I think they might be ready to take off as well. That's one of those teams, man. Wouldn't have hated if the Steelers could have got one of those games against the Bengals out of the way Mm -hmm. (laughs) already this season because I do think they're going to be much better post-bye week. Although, I expect the Steelers to improve as well, too. So, watch this space that's our afc north roundup here post by week we still got plenty to get to uh however though going forward we got some good news here mozi as it relates to steelers practice today i'll share that with you on the other side we mm-hmm. also got show me the money before we get out of here show more, me the money. more of your tweets it's all happening in the final 45 minutes or so of the show so don't yins dare go anywhere so steelers blitz on snr This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Back on the Blitz here with some good news, Arthur Motes. Hey, hey, hey. One Deontay Johnson, Mm -hmm. wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, 
and Anthony McFarlane Jr., mm-hmm. running back slash return specialist for the mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers. Both return to practice today, Monday, October 16th. You love to see it, baby. You love to see it. You do. Uh, Deontay told us that he thought he would be ready to go in L.A. This is very accurate. And he is uh, practicing today. Anthony McFarlane Jr. as well, too. So that means that activates the 21, right? Those guys 21, are still, 21, 21. They 21, got a 21-day 20, activation period. Those guys are still technically on IR, yes. right? They have 21 days to be activated back to the active roster. So some good news. We'll hope for more as it relates to James Daniels soon. Maybe Cam Hayward as well, too. Uh, but certainly getting Anthony McFarland Jr. back in what was a impressive uh, small sample size, albeit, of his um, his efforts in the return game. Yeah. And then obviously Deontay Johnson, one of those guys. When we talk about this offense, when we talk about Jimmy's and Joe's and execution, uh, Deontay Johnson's certainly a guy that you want back in that regard. So good tidings, good news in relation to good some potential tidings. reinforcements on the way. <laughs> Let's go. We are approaching the holiday season, are we not? Can we get to Halloween? <laughs> you know, it's always funny how that works, isn't it? Because, like, in September, you start seeing Halloween stuff, and I'm like, right. all right, come on. Seriously. Seriously? And then now you're starting to see Christmas stuff already, mm-hmm. and it's like, my goodness, man, do we have to jump the gun on everything? But, yes, fantastic to have uh, Mr. McFarland and Mr. Johnson at practice mm-hmm. today. Hopefully that's good news for their availability uh, as it relates to Sunday afternoon's contest against the Los Angeles Rams. On Twitter, at Wesley Euler at DaBody52. DaBody. That's where you get at us if you want to get involved. Motsi, before we get back to uh, the tweets, right? Uh, one thing that we do every single week here on the show, I um, put my... Money on the line mm-hmm. with a, a little thing that we call show me the money. Show me the money. Show me the money! It's a simple concept, really. I just look at the NFL slate for the weekend, and I go, ooh, you know what? I like that spreader. Ooh, wow, I can't believe that team's getting that many points. And I give you some picks. Coming into this week, I had a 12-5 and five record. Pretty good, right? Pretty good, I would say. Winning record every single week, 12-5, and five, not too shabby. You can get all my picks every month for $5 at WesleyEuler.com backslash OnlyFans. Only oh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't do any of that nonsense. I just give them to you straight up here on the show every single Friday. Last week, Motsi, I made four picks with my 12-5 and five record. The first was the Niners minus 6.5 at Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought, like a lot of people did, that San Francisco yeah, yeah. would go in there, that they would win comfortably. Listen, I knew that the uh, the Browns have a pretty legit defense, and so I didn't think it was going to be like an embarrassing you know, three-touchdown loss or anything like that. But I thought the Niners would win by 10, yeah. 9. Uh, not only did the Niners not cover the 6.5, they just lost straight up, cousin. It's unfortunate how that worked. It do be like that sometimes. So I took an L on that one. My second pick was the Falcons have done really well for me this season. This is also accurate. So I, uh, you know, rolled the dice with those guys once again. Desmond Ritter and Drake London and Bajon. They got Bajon Robinson. Bijan Mustardson. They had Kyle, a chance too, bro. Kyle Pitts. They had a chance. Yeah, they were favored by two and a half points. I thought that they would beat the Washington football team, the mm. Commanders, by three or four. They did not. They lost straight up as well, too. They had an opportunity. 0-2 oh, on the weekend for Mm-mm-mm. your boy. But it don't matter how you start. It matters how you finish. Talk that talk. Had the Lions minus three down in Tampa. But what you do, though? 
The Lions went down there and won comfortably mm. down in Tampa. The only thing that went right for the Buccaneers on the day was mm-hmm. those marvelous throwback creamsicle uniforms. They were beautiful. They really are. They were beautiful. They man. really are. Listen, if I was one of you H2P guys out there, they were beautiful. I'd be getting a collage of Cansey jersey in that. Ooh, yeah, they buddy. were pretty beautiful. Ooh, buddy, if I was one of you. Oklahoma use, Sooner. One of you. Sorry, I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. I get me a Baker Mayfield cream sickle jersey. Arthur Motes' boy, Baker Mayfield. So the Lions, I laid the three points. I thought the Lions would win by a touchdown. I didn't think it would be as comfortable as it was for him, but I'll take it. Detroit takes care of business down there in the Bay. So that got me back on the board, one and two. So it all came down to C.J. Stroud. And those Texans, they were getting two points in New Orleans. Two-point dogs was Houston down in New Orleans. And I told you guys on the show at the end of last week that I'll take the points because I'll always take the points, but that I thought Houston was going to win straight up. And, in fact, they did win straight up. So that saves me. That keeps me still without a losing week, Arthur Motes. Let's go. As I went 2-2 two and two on the picks this week. 500, we pushed this week. And now right? with a little push. Listen. Push. Pushes is all better than loses. And, and I said that terribly. A push is better than a loss. Let me pushes are better than loses. I don't know what I was over here talking about. In the betting or gambling world, you will always take a tie over a loss. Always. Tie gets you your money back. You ain't losing no money. You ain't making no money, but you ain't losing no money. As long as you don't lose it, you I. Right. As long as you don't lose, we'll always win. Or something like that. So twelve and five record coming into this week. I, like I said, um finished. Two and two, so that makes me fourteen and seven on the season. Not too shabby, Moats. That means I'm getting two out of three picks correct. I would agree. I think you're in a good space right now, man. Fourteen. It sounds like it sounds like you know what you're talking about. It sounds like you got. It's only you ain't no just run of the mill jabroni just over here picking. Just to pick? No, no, no. You tapped in. Little some, some. You tapped in. Little some, some. Photo people. Mm-hmm. Photo culture. That was this week's edition of Show Me the Money. Show me the money. Show me the money. Make sure you're tuning in this week. Uh oh. Before we go out to the West Coast, when I give you some more picks. You know, Arthur Mutz, real quick. Always, I'm excited to go out to LA this weekend. Always love visiting Big Ten country. Oh. I just I, I wanted to today. make that joke at some you got point jokes this today. week. I see you guys. And got I jokes just today. remembered it and I was like, you know what? I might as well get it out now because I'll be on the plane Saturday and I'll be like, crap, I didn't I, make that joke. I see what you want. I see what he won't go and show his violence. <laughs> Can't wait to go out to Big Ten country out there mm-hmm. in LA. I mean, I always love visiting the heartland, the Big Ten country. Gotta love it. Uh you guys know where to get at us if you want to get involved with the show. Now is about that time. Back half. Of the, I think we covered everything, right? We did the, I believe we, we did have, the AFC man. North Roundup. We did the Show Me the Money uh, recap, and we gave you the good news as it relates to Deontay Johnson and Anthony McFarland Jr. returning to practice today mm-hmm. for your Pittsburgh Steelers. So, I guess it's about that time. Can we get Big Andy in here? Where's Big Red when you need him? Time's yours. There he is. He had a busy day the other day. He sure did. Tell you what, that was a uh, an interesting one between the, the Chiefs and the Broncos the on Thursday night. Shout out to Russ. Shout out to Russ. My goodness. Um, and then, of course, you know, Travis Kelsey hobnobbing around. He's in New York yesterday watching his brother play, hanging out with his better half. He's in his Taylor era, they might say. I'm happy about for him. Travis Kelsey. I'm happy for him. Yeah, good for it. Listen, can I just go on this soapbox for half a second? Give it to this me, man. This isn't what you expect. This isn't like the, I'm so sick of them talking about Taylor Swift all the time and this and that. I'm not saying I love all that, but I also understand the nature of the beast. 
Okay, Mozi and I have laid this out to you before. You might not want to accept it because it's gladiators having car crashes on every single play, but the NFL is show business. Like any other entertainment entity in this country, the NFL is show business, all right? And when you have the most popular and notorious woman in the world dating one of your football players, you're going to highlight that. I'm not saying I love it. I'm not saying I hate it. I'm just saying can we stop complaining about it? That's not where I'm going here. It Talk is to me. where I'm going here is like can, can can we can we leave them alone for half a second? I know the answer to that is no as well too, but like my goodness, those two, it's like their flights are getting tracked and people are camping outside of the house and oh my goodness, Taylor spent the night last night and oh my goodness, Travis was talking to the Kelsey fa- did you know that Taylor did not? Did you know that Taylor did not go with Travis to see Travis's brother Jason play against what? the Jets? I don't know if you know that she was not in attendance. What? Does she live in New York? What? Does she? I don't. I don't know. Oh. Well, to be fair, she probably lives everywhere, right? Gotcha. Like she probably got a place in New York, yeah, L.A., probably. Nashville, yeah, South of France. Shout out to South of France. It's nice down there. That's what I've heard. Down in Cannes. Oof. Or is it Cannes? I think okay. it's Cannes. That's too expensive for my taste. Would you pay a million dollars for the Immaculate Reception football? I've <laughs> seen it with my own eyes. I saw it. I witnessed it. I got pictures of it, but I would not pay for that, no. Uh, Steel Nation 920 tweets us and says, Wes, you know the kings of the Big Ten are Wisconsin. That We are Big Ten country. This is uh, also listen, true. Big Ten country's all over the place now, including, well, I guess not now, but pretty soon, Southern California, Oregon. Washington. I'll be going to Big Ten country in Seattle later in the year. How about that? You better start joking for y'all must run and join it. Y'all, y'all be out there in the Pac-10. Y'all, they'll pick y'all up. That's you it. know they'll pick y'all up. You be out there flying to L.A. every hey, weekend. You know what would be great, though? Is if, if that did happen, at least I could have some games I could drive yeah. to in the conference. But you know for a fact it's going to happen, bro. You know it's going to happen. Just wait. Y'all going to move to that Pac-12? Couple of them ACCs going to bump into that Big Ten? Or it's gonna be that that big twelve, couple ACs gonna pop into that, and then we just gonna casually just slide on out of the sun belt. Just is it is it musical chairs just across yeah. the? Isn't that what it always college is? College football landscape. Isn't that what it, it, it look? And and teams that were former G fives talk about teams that were G five that moved up to the P five talk they down on play. the G fives. Yeah, yep. I heard some of them can't play. Come in bowl on, games. man! But I you mean... know how it is, bro. Yep. Same song and dance. Same song and dance. Yep. I saw one of my buddies, Matt, who uh, went to JMU. Go Dukes. Him and his wife, Leah. Shout out to Leah. Um, they have a uh, they have a little son, Owen. Shout brought, out to Owen. Brought him over for, uh, you know, we had a little, little nothing crazy, just a couple people over to the house for uh, for Olivia's second birthday. Yeah, you were there. Last year, we had a I huge, was. we had a huge bro, shindig for her first birthday. We turned up last year, bro. <laughs> and this and this year, Morgan was like, can, can we, uh, can we just have like 10 people to the house? Morgan said, listen. <laughs> We don't need a full-on event again this year, Wes. We go chill we'll out, okay? Other, we'll do it every yes, other year yes. or something like that. Yes, you know, we got you, two you kids now. Maybe one, one a year gets the full event. All yeah. right, so, yeah, keep your schedule fact, clear you for us, May, it all right? It was It was turnt turnt last you'll year, bro. You'll be back over in May for uh, for Claire's first birthday. <laughs> um, but I was talking to Matt. He was like, what's going on with JM? You can't play in a bowl game and this and that? And I'm like, yeah, bro, yeah, I know. Bro. It's a bunch of nonsense. You sound like my buddy Arthur Motes. And he goes, oh, shout out Arthur Motes. I love that Arthur Motes. You too, baby. You know what we are, man. Us dookies stick together. Yeah. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Dukes. Let's go. All right, we got a bunch of other tweets to get to here. Steelhead, Big Ron, Brian, Wallace. Shout out to Wallace. Vince. You know what he's going to do. Steeler Rocker, 
we got a bunch of tweets. We will close with your tweets on the other side. Last chance to get them in, you knuckleheads. Tweet now or hold your peace till Wednesday because no show tomorrow because Mike Tomlin press conference. So get those tweets in now. We'll wrap with your reaction on the other side. We'll have to get Big Red back in here. Sorry, Andy. I I pump faked you there on the first one. I apologize. It's a Steelers blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Motesy, before we hop into the tweets here to close out the show like we always do, what if I told you I had more good news? All right, let me hear it. Pat Fryermuth just told members of the Pittsburgh media that he will play against the Rams on Sunday. Les. Go. How about that? Let's go. So, Deontay said he'll play Sunday, practice uh-huh. today. Check. Fryermuth said he'll – now, I, I haven't seen about his his status for practice today, but Fryermuth saying he's going to play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Anthony McFarland Jr. practicing today. Good news on the injury front for your Pittsburgh Steelers as they come out of the bye week here. That's what we were hoping to hear, and that's what we have begun to hear, which is always fantastic. All right, poor Andy Reid's been hanging out for like 10, 15 minutes. He has. We we apologize, Andy. He's trying to get the lunch so he can get some. Some more. How about that commercial? I think it's hilarious. I can't believe they got Andy Reid to say nuggies on a national TV commercial. I love how he leans into it. And he like his little fingers across the table. I love how he leans into it. He leans into it. He leans into the Hawaiian shirts and the cheeseburgers. And I got to think Andy Reid would be like a great grandpa. Mm Mm-hmm. Like if you had if you had Andy Reid as your grandparent, he'd be like the ultimate grandparent. You know, in terms of two people that lean into their roles perfectly. Mm Mm-hmm. Gronk, yes, and Andy. Reed. Oh my gosh, Gronk, you're hundred percent right. Gronk and Andy, hundred percent right. Them dudes are perfect. Just born to do what they what they do, and they <laughs> are like on bread every time. I love it, bro. I, I do too. I love it. It's fantastic. More good news. Demarvin Leal has cleared concussion protocol, according to Brooke Pryor of ESPN. Let's go. The good news is rolling in here mm-hmm. on this Monday, cousins. All right, we've got about five minutes left. Let's get to the tweets. Come on, Big Red. Time's yours. Thank you, sir. Wallace tweets us and says, I'm sick of hearing about the no 400 offense games. Where does that matter except in fantasy football? The only statistics that matter are wins and losses, and our boys are currently a half a game out of first place. This is accurate. I would add two to that. Half a game out of first place, and we all acknowledge that there is, I think, ample opportunity and room for improvement as well, too. Yeah, because it's different if you're playing perfect and you're only a half a game out of first place. Correct. Think about that. Correct. And that's the one thing right now that like if I'm a Niners fan or I'm an Eagles fan, well, maybe not the Eagles, actually. But going into this past week, my my concern for the Niners was it's the middle of October. Can you really play much better than you're playing now? You know, mm-hmm. like it's hard to sustain that level of performance for so long. You don't want to be playing your best football in, in October. You want to be playing your best football around Christmas time. All right? And uh, that is certainly still on the horizon for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Brian tweets us, and says, I think anytime the Patriots lose, it's a good weekend. Bill a cheat when you can't film the signals from the other teams. You're just average. <laughs> uh, some Patriots players and Tom Brady, they have did it elsewhere. 
um, since coaches can talk uh, about the play and in, the, in line of the coaches and the players talk uh, ever since then the Patriots have been just average uh, Brian I don't even know if they've been average they've been mm-hmm. below average Big Ron tweets us and says does Broderick Jones stay at the starting left tackle job even when Dan Moore Jr. comes back now that is a question isn't it mm-hmm. maybe it depends a little bit on how he performs this Sunday in LA you stack two good performances back to back. Next thing you know, we're talking about stacking three. Next thing you know, we're talking about stacking three. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's wait and see when it looks like Dan Moore Jr.'s return is on the horizon and go from there. Um, but I certainly think it's a possibility, Big Ron. I certainly think it's a possibility. We got a chance, man. Big Ron also wants to know, these are the kind of tweets we're here for. I need to know your guys' favorite mob movie. <sighs> I would probably go Goodfellas. But then after that, you got Casino. So it depends on what day of the week. If but you, then I like Godfather too. If you ask, <laughs> if you ask me this question, Big Ron, sixty percent of the time my answer is going to be Goodfellas. I'm gonna say Goodfellas is like fire. Forty percent of the time it's going to be The Departed. That that was literally the next one I was about to say. I was like, you got The Departed in there as well. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm going Goodfellas, mm-hmm. then Casino. Casino's great. Then God, uh, no, no, no. Then I'll probably go Departed. I still like Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco's great. Like. Does American Gangster count as a mob movie? Or is that more? I, the reason I don't count it is because of Denzel. I count it more as a Denzel, more of like a him focusing on like the Frank Lucas part of it, sure. than a traditional like mob with the Italian and side. And it's funny too, like mob movies aren't necessarily drug dealing, movies, right? This right? is like more so a... focused on like the blacks during that time frame in terms right. of the Bumpy Johnson sure. and, and sure. you know everybody Frank was Wright, yeah. right all those type of people yeah. right so it's just a different element scene like it's still carryover and crossover but Absolutely. no different when Absolutely. you're watching Goodfellas right you don't see a ton of the the black uh, gangsters in that movies right they're typically just focusing on the Italians or typically focusing on the casino element of it Correct. or the Boston element Correct. of it so it's more so just focused on like I think of uh, American Gangster, like a movie called Hoodlum with Lawrence Fishburne. Okay. Old school, but it's focusing on Bumpy Johnson, another like gotcha. concept like I'm that. To check so, that one yeah. out. Donnie Brasco is a good shout by you too. Mm-hmm. That's shout a, out to Donnie though. Absolutely. That's a that's a that's a slept on um, uh-huh. underrated, man. That's a slept on one there for sure. Uh Steelhead tweets us and says, What's up, cousins? That's the word. So my baby boy was born at halftime of the Raiders game. So I missed that in my hometown for good reason. Trying to convince wifey to let me go to LA this week. You guys are the best. Keep grinding. Congratulations, Steelhead. Listen, if you're gonna have to miss a game for the birth of your baby boy, that's an acceptable reason, right, Arthur mm-hmm, Notes? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you and I, there's there's uh there's not many things that we like to miss our teams for. But I think uh, our family is certainly on that short list. Come on, man. Family first. Certainly mm-hmm. on that short list. Steeler Rocker 73 tweets and says, thank you, thank you, thank you. Our buddy Jay in New Hampshire. Shout out. I've been preaching the same regarding blame. I hate the word blame, too. It's responsibility. Uh, be responsible for your job and your duties. That applies to everybody. Owners, front office, coaches, GM, and obviously extremely important for the players. Well said there by Jay. I would agree. Uh, how do how do I pronounce? It? Is it Vin- Vince? Uh, Vince UK. Vince UK. Yeah. Vince UK. Well, regardless here. Vince Welcome UK. to the party, pal. Uh, he says I completely get the side of you know ten and four in the last fourteen games. Uh, but when does some of this Matt Canada stuff become a distraction? Just my take. I love SNR. I listen. That's one of the things I think the fans can control. I know there's been this. It's like cool now to. 
let's go to the Penguins game and start fire Canada chants. Let's go to someone at the Buffalo Bills game had a fire Matt Canada sign. I, I professional athletes and it's professional involved, coaches, man. Involved, bro. they they know how to tune that stuff out. You've talked about this all the time. The noise, right? Uh, I mean, uh, that's one thing that coach music, coach, that coach Drake used to always always uh, preach, right? Shut out the noise, right? Elevator wasn't that music, always man. his? Wasn't that always his go to line? Elevator Shut out music, the noise. Um, but yeah, that's maybe one of the things the fans can control is stop making it all seem like you have a personal vendetta against yeah. Matt Canada. Uh, you're allowed to feel how you want to feel about players and coaches and how they do in their duties, but I do think it's fair to wonder if some of that's going a little too far right now. That's all. You know how I feel. That's all. <laughs> Steeler Nation 920 <laughs> tweets us and says, Another victory Monday. Any weekend without a loss is a victory, especially when you get Deontay Johnson back there to is. practice. Uh, and he also says, welcome back, Motsi. Hey, salute you, salute you, man. Glad uh, to be back in the saddle. Said, did you guys hear anything about uh, the Steelers might bring back the Bumblebee jerseys? Um, I, I hope they that, do. You was know, that I, just a rumor or was that, something, was that I, something real? Oh, I have never like looked for the confirmation or not. But in terms of the Bumblebee, I would love it. Number one, that was like one of my favorite jerseys to wear here because it's a true throwback. And uh, selfishly, I want to order me some more Bumblebee jerseys, but I can't because we don't wear them as a throwback. So we right. don't make the jersey anymore. Right. So, uh, yes. If oh, they, so you're saying yeah, if they bring uh, them back, okay. you're going you're gonna to order a it's, whole heap it's, of those it's jerseys? It's a strong possibility I'm waiting. So if, yeah, Lord willing, if I'm around when they do it, you better believe your boy going to run it up, okay? Because I need some 5-5 five, five Bumblebees. I love it. I absolutely love it. You know what? I'll get a 5-5 five, five Bumblebee start, if they start bring the it petition. back. I'm that? telling you now, start the petition. I haven't bought a Steelers right. jersey since Troy Polamalu in 2010. That, that Bumblebee hit. I'll get me a 55 Bumblebee. I might know a guy. If they do. Now, listen, I, do, I, can, I can buy one. I can support it. I don't need to. Okay, well, either way, I know, <laughs> I, I know a guy that can help you with that, too, okay? We'll buy them in bulk. How about that? We'll get them, we'll get them in bulk. Well, I'm just trying to save you a little cash. Okay. If you want to spend it all, man, go spend it all. I'm trying, I know you got little kids, man. I know them little kids like to eat. They like to drink. They love their hairstyles. And the only way to keep that is to keep the money in your pocket. So I'm I trying just, to each one teach. I'm trying to help you out. I, it, just want you, I just want you to get the credit, if though. I, like, would, I want the numbers it, of the 55 listen, jerseys when, when to be I'm, through the when roof. When I'm looking for... W-V-U, when I'm looking for some ears and beers, oh, who yeah. you think I'm finna hit? I'm finna hit you up, oh, okay? Because yeah. you the guy. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you look for GMU, hit your boy up. Come Let's on, man. go. You know how we do. <laughs> That'll do it for the Monday show. Big shout out to uh, all you guys for rocking and rolling with us, as always. Whether you agree with us, whether you disagree with us, we whether you love you. us or you hate us. We appreciate you. We absolutely appreciate you tuning in. It's part of what makes this fun. Uh, and as we always say, we know the uh, fan don't stands beat for us up. Yeah. fanatic. Don't beat us up. We we just talking. And we uh, again, even when you don't agree with our opinions, you disagree, have your own. We uh, we always welcome the conversation, and we thank you guys for it every single time we do a show. Finally, a big shout out to the best co-host in the business, the fifty-five Bumblebee himself, Arthur Nathan Motes the third. Who, me? Take care, everybody. Remember, no show tomorrow. Mike Tomlin press conference. That means we'll be back with you on Wednesday. It'll be a Moats host Wednesday. Wow, As wow. always, you know where to find us. It's on your 24-7 helm of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. And 970 ESPN.